0: Hey everybody, my name is Kyla. Welcome to my channel where I talk about the stock market and the economy amongst other things. Today we're going to be talking about no landing and the anti-gravity economy. So what's everybody talking about, what's going on, and what does that mean for you? Everybody is trying to decide the path that the economy is going to go down. Nobody knows if it's going to go up, down, nowhere at all. It's been bucketed into a soft landing, a hard landing, a non-hard landing, which is no landing I guess. And the thing is our economy is still moving and grooving. Retail sales increased a lot in January, so people are still out there spending money even adjusted for inflation. The print was mostly driven by food services and dining, 7.2% gain in restaurant retail sales, as well as motor vehicles. But the main thing is that people are spending. And of course, the Federal Reserve does not like that. Jerome Powell is looking disapprovingly at you down his glasses right now. But for inflation, the CPI print and the PPI print today came in kind of hot. Small increase, but an increase nonetheless, with poor services continuing to rise. Goods, things that we thought were, you know, solved for. Also rose, which is a bummer. This was mostly driven by shelter costs and amongst other things. And the home cost should abate eventually, but homes used to require three to three and a half times the median family income to afford, but now it's more like four and a half times. There's quite a bit to go. With owner's equivalent rent and the supremely wacky way that we measure that, it just created a lot of pressure. The labor market is still strong. People are looking for cars and homes again. And the worry now is that there's this like new normal of inflation that will just hang out around this 4-5% to number. And to note, there's signs that we're not going to do that, but there's also signs that we could hang around that number. Also, is the inflation that we're seeing just residual seasonality? And is inflation just doing its hot thing at the beginning of the year like it always does? The general thing that we have going on right now is an economy that is moving and grooving, but dancing to the wrong tune. It's throwing it down to some hard style EDM mixes when really, we needed to be moving maybe to like a soft pop kind of tune but there's also this general sense that the lights are about to come on in the economic club (laughs) yikes like, can this economy keep on headbanging to non-stop music, or is the Federal Reserve going to have to completely pull a plug on the whole set? Nobody really knows. Of course not. And so this is where it gets into the soft hard landing, no landing, and that's, like, there's this whole narrative about it. And I made this table to kind of summarize what's going on. So if you're podcast listeners, it's a table with three rows and a couple columns. Hard landing, unemployment rises, demand weakens, confidence is down, corporate profits are down, more job cuts, inflation eventually uses, but not in time to, like, save. The economy, assets are killed, and the Fed tries to ease, but it doesn't work. And soft landing world, unemployment is steady, and people are vibing. Corporations are vibing. Inflation kind of just evaporates. So the asset markets are balanced rates are unchanged or neutralized. And in the no landing scenario, which is what a lot of the banks are pointing to, they say unemployment is steady for now, still recessionary feelings, everybody's a little bit nervous, a pullback on spending, inflation fails to fall as quickly as we'd want it to, nobody freaking knows what's going to happen to the stock market, who cares? And then also the Federal Reserve continuing to tighten, perhaps with a pause, but they're going to continue on that tightening journey. So right now, everyone thinks that we're in this no landing camp, which equates to everything moving and grooving, but the music's stopping sometime in 2024. So it's more about what happens next year versus this year it's a landing just kind of pushed out the proverbial recessionary can pushed a little bit further down the road and there's a lot of worries about where inflation is coming from companies are still absolutely raising prices I always get comments about this oh, yeah duh of course they are margins are hanging on by the threat of making things more expensive these companies have to be profitable Ben and Jerry's for example had sales volume fall by 3.6% but they rose prices by 11% revenue was up 9% like ah come on you <laughs> This sort of spiral is very similar to the wage price spiral, and it's all connected. The company is raising prices to recoup costs, but actually create even more inflationary pressure spiral. is a big problem, and the Federal Reserve is paying attention to it, and they said, and this is from the Wall Street Journal, what's the right way to forecast inflation? A bottom-up analysis of recent readings on prices and wages puts more weight on pandemic-driven idiosyncrasies, or a traditional top-down analysis of how far the economy is operating above and below its normal capacity? Is it prices and wages? Or is it what the economy is doing? (laughs) What came first? The price hike or the wage increase? And what should the Fed pay attention to? So why are people vibing despite the Fed's pressure? So data is not always reality. I feel like I talk about that quite a bit. As Greg Daco said, the data rarely, if ever, aligned with the gradual and smooth narrative. The market believes that the Fed will continue its hiking journey, but financial conditions have loosened. So the market is like, please, we just want things to be normal again. As Joey said, this is why higher interest rates don't always mean tighter monetary policy. The market wants to keep on dancing, but the Federal Reserve is moving towards them quickly, wagging that finger and saying, no, no, no. So will the Fed have to raise rates to 5.5% like the market believes, or raise them even more? And to make all of this even more confusing, a lot of people don't think the Fed rate hikes have moved through the economy yet. Rate hikes take time to show up, especially considering things like the design of the 30-year fixed mortgage, same rate, 30 years, which inhibits a lot of the monetary policy transmission effect. So maybe we aren't feeling the Fed's actions yet. And I have a few other theories, of course, for why the economy is still booming, but one of them is that people are just sick of it, (laughs) they're just sick of things. Call it the YOLO economy, I guess. People are still spending money on vacations, even though vacation inflation has surged. Only 5% of people think that they'll be worse off in one year compared to 13.6% in June 2022. Median inflation expectations remain unchanged over a one-year horizon, fell over a three-year horizon, and Google trends for inflation, recessions, and stagflation have all fallen. As the University of Michigan survey stated, overall high prices continue to weigh on consumers despite the recent moderation in inflation and sentiment remains more than 22% below its historical average since 1978. But rising asset values supported gains in sentiment for some parts of the population. This is in line with a Vibe Session thesis, where I think that consumers have just been pushed to their limit. There's a mass exodus out of California because of how expensive it is to live there. And home prices still go up, right? They're going up in California, which is logical, but wow, like it, there's a lot of nihilism. It's a lot of like, I'll probably never even see every retirement i'll never own a home never achieve what was once achievable for somebody in my same spot 50 years ago there's of course a limit to how much people can spend or will spend especially in the face of real world constraints like credit card debt and plummeting savings rates but there's this video from butterpunk on tiktok that highlights almost the passive consumption and complete overwhelm that we all feel because of what happened over the past couple years the more correct answer to you know why people are spending money is because you know credit card debt they're dipping into savings but there's something else like there's something really deeply exhausted and tired in a lot of people, I think. And there's this passage in the little prince that I think of a lot. Uh, the little prince is traveling around trying to find his home. He meets a businessman who is busy with matters of great consequence, which is counting all the stars in the sky, all 500 million of them. And the little prince is like, well, how do you own all these stars? And he's like, I just decided to. But this passage is important. Yes, that is true, said the little prince. And what do you do with them? I administer them, replied the businessman. I count them and recount them. It is difficult, but I am a man who is naturally interested in matters of consequence. That means that i I write the number of my stars in a little paper, and then I put this paper in a drawer and I lock out the key. And that is all. That is enough, said the businessman. It is entertaining, thought the little prince. It is rather poetic but it is of no great consequence. On matters of consequence, the little prince had ideas which were very different from those of the grown-ups. I myself own a flower, he continued his conversation with the businessman, which I water every day. I own three volcanoes, which I clean out every week for I also clean out the one that is extinct. No one never knows. It is of some use to my volcanoes and it is of some use to my flower that I own them, but you are of no use to the stars. The businessman opened his mouth, but he found nothing to say in answer, and the little prince went away." Busy with matters of great consequence. I think that the economy is confusing and weird, and we have a lot of factors that make it confusing and weird. And if somebody is out there telling you they know exactly what's going on, run away from them. There isn't really much to say beyond speculating via probabilistic outcomes, which is good. To do but one thing that drives me nuts, and I'm gonna sneak this into the end of the video, is the placement of profit over people. I hate that. I hate that people I think one day it can be different. Um, one day perhaps, you know, but one could argue that prioritizing profit is the most not good for people, and you know, perhaps I'm not sure. There's another quote that I like has the rot spread so far you cannot find value in anything not spoken in numbers. Hope y'all are doing okay. I'll talk to you very soon. Thanks so much for hanging out. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. It super helps. This is also a Substack, a newsletter, everything, everywhere, all the time. Um, and I'll talk to y'all soon.